0: <laughs> they laugh at me all the time because they just start recording i'm like are we recording like i didn't get like the action deal <laughs> or anything like that to know like when we're recording i was like Cause it's so cash with um all of this chatting and stuff like that we good where are we going well. so yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, (laughs) listen, Linda. This is you know this is a this a different kind of format with this show. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to our second. uh, I'm not gonna keep saying which number they are because I'm gonna end up forgetting. But on today's episode of my so-called poly life, and I have um one of my favorite people from Facebook. She is (laughs) so wild on Facebook. Um, kind of tame on Instagram. Newly onto Twitter. But Twitter gets nice because Twitter gets the OnlyFans content, <laughs> um, so I'm excited to have Miss Bree, hi, the Brat, <laughs> uh, and we will get into where the Brat part is coming in. So um, tonight, I just want to talk about her, her poly, her journey, um, hearing about her, um, finding places that you could like follow her on um, social media. Uh, so that you can continue to follow this wonderful journey through poly so uh what is your current dynamic if you are in one are you currently in a poly dynamic i
1: am not i'm single and solo poly oh i am not i'm a single Yep, yeah, single right. and solo poly
0: okay What is your, do you have, like, a desired dynamic, like, this is, like, my shit, like, this is what I would prefer to be in?
1: I really don't know, because, like, lately I've been feeling like I've been solo poly kind of, like, as a defense mechanism, Mm -hmm. so I'm, like, low-key going back to step one, trying to figure out what, where exactly do I fit, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, I kind of do, like, kitchen poly, Uh or kitchen table poly, Mm-hmm. Um, not so much in the hierarchy. I can say that. Mm. See, and I'm okay with that.
0: Like, I so let me let me tell you why I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because when I initially like saw my friends, so I I tell everybody like my friends were in a quad, and I was like, oh, this makes sense. They're all happy. Like you're the best of both worlds. And so when I saw myself, I always saw myself joining a couple. And then I lived with some friends, and this wasn't a poly situation, it was just like some friends that had kids. It worked out well when there were two kids and three adults. And I was like, bet I can come in, um, lend a helping hand, you know, we do our stuff as a family, and on the weekends I can go do whatever I want to and be with someone else. So I was like, I kind of like this joining a couple, and so I understood that they were married, so like they slept in the bed together, they did whatever. Um, and then I was still a valued member of their, um, their life. So the hierarchical part doesn't bother me, but what I think happens is that whole couple's privilege and, and them really just sort of treating you like the unicorn. And so, you know, unicorn is like the swinger thing of where they just looking for the single chick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like in poly, and just like looking for a third and treating you less than, I think that's why the hierarchical really sort of gets looked down upon um danny and dev have um danny and dev are the founders of black pollination they are my peoples again i talked about them last time we're gonna be doing a meet and greet and yeah um, I think they
1: blocked me from their group oh shit (laughs) but you know that's neither here nor there possible but you can still come to the meet and greet because
0: um, we just want to get more jackson people out there but danny and Deb, i'm um, Deb from um black poly nation did a article and i think it's called like egalitarian hierarchical polyamory or something like that and that really makes sense to me but i don't have issues with um anything hierarchical as long as i am being treated like a valued member of that dynamic and i think that doesn't happen all the time when you add um and I'm going to say specifically women because I can only talk from a woman's standpoint because you got another woman wanting to, like, assert that. Um, but that's not in all of them. But I, de- I think that definitely is seen um, a lot. Um, have you ever thought about being in a relationship with two men?
1: Mm, no, I don't really like them that much. Oh, to gosh. Them. <laughs> <laughs> like, one's enough. One's enough. Okay. <laughs> one's enough so
0: you don't like them that much are you bi pansexual like i
1: consider myself pansexual i tried to have um two it didn't really work out that well so now i'm like i'm kind of on the edge kind of like how you said finding a couple because where i am not really into hierarchy i understand that when i'm coming into a new uh, or a couple's life there is like a natural hierarchy Mm -hmm. that goes on there but as long as, like you said, I do become like a valued member of that dynamic, mm-hmm. then I'm cool with it.
0: Yeah, cause even with like Fred and I, Fred and I, um, and it was if anything with Fred and I would be like a V anyways because we're not like sexual, but we're like he's my nesting partner. Like listen, that's Bay over there. Um, like I wake up every morning to his laughter because he's so fucking loud, um, from down the hall or whatever like that. But um, even with us, like there's there's like. I think, I think it's natural because they already have a rhythm going in the relationships. They already, like, they know each other and everything. That's, that's like, something that you have to come in and you have to learn. So I think mm-hmm. it's natural to be there. But I think um, definitely welcoming that person in. And then also that person wanting to join in on that stuff. Like, you can't just sit on the sidelines and, just and be pissed. Yeah, yeah, and then be pissed at them because they have this stuff. Like, you're not trying to join in on that. So I think definitely making yourself a part of... Um, their lives is um really important when joining a couple's and hopefully they're doing it for you also um so how long have you been poly
1: um since <laughs> i want to say since 2019 i would say okay so new to it new mm-hmm. to it
0: uh have you been in any poly relationships
1: oh that's kind of a tweak trick question i would say i've been in a poly relationship but i wouldn't call it a poly relationship because i feel like my partner at the time was more on the swinger side than poly Mm -hmm. so i don't know it was kind of like a hot mess oh (laughs) what made it a hot mess um
0: i love your tattoo. i keep looking at it like i'm like that
1: um basically not respecting boundaries Mm. and withholding information things like that that I didn't really agree with Mm -hmm. so we ended up
0: did you find like during the relationship did you find it difficult like asserting that like okay you're withholding things or like you're not respecting my boundaries was that something difficult for you to talk about with your partner
1: it was because I felt like I was repeating myself Mm -hmm. at times and not being heard so it was like at a certain time, it was like, "What the point? What was the point?" And mm-hmm. then I started building that resentment, and
0: yeah, yeah I saw those posts. Mm-hmm. I saw those posts. It was downhill.
1: <laughs> it went downhill from there.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And then, so, what do you think um, from that relationship? Like, what's been that sort of biggest lesson?
1: Um... Um, my biggest lesson, I would say, would be to definitely pay attention to red flags because mm-hmm. them. I don't know if I can curse on you. Oh, yeah. Be <laughs> yourself. This, this yeah. This shit is real. Like mm-hmm. thinking back in hindsight, I ignored a lot of things I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. So definitely trusting your instincts and um just standing true to your boundaries. Like if somebody don't want to uphold your boundaries and they just not for you, just yeah. kick them to the curb. I don't got time for that. Nobody right. And then how long were you two get together? Um, just coming up on a year. Okay. Okay, so wasn't. Well who terribly
0: no, long of No 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 fuck shit that you had to deal with. So <laughs> that's not good. So Brie the brat. The brat. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, the brat?
1: Oh, um. Oh. I am a brat, meaning in BDSM, I am well technically I'm a switch, but my submissive side is more like a submissive who doesn't just give submission like you have to earn my submission Mm
0: -hmm. okay so in your poly journey is it has it been difficult because you're also into like bdsm and (laughs) (laughs) so so fred (laughs) is Fred is off the camera. I don't know if his voice can be heard, but he wants to hear the process of how you earn um, I mean, a brat submission.
1: Basically, we like wait for a full moon and we like go outside, wrestle <laughs> naked, whatever comes out on
0: top. You know? Oh, she has jokes. <laughs> Um, stay tuned for um Polly after dark because I got something for her. Cause like, so this is like legit. Like this is a little bit off subject, but there's so many women who identify as brats, and you have to earn this shit. But I ain't never had to earn shit. Like I'm literally <laughs> like, this is what the fuck is going on, and they're like, okay. So
1: well, I'm like that with men because I feel right, like they right. don't deserve anything. Like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Like y'all can
0: breathe. That's it. Yeah. And I. But I. swear. I feel like that's how a lot of women are. That are, um. Even submissives. Like, oh, I'm naturally submissive, and they're on this bratty side. It's like when it comes to me, they're like, okay, yeah, whatever. When it comes to men, oh, y'all get them hell <laughs>
1: straight. Get yeah, them for their money because they so used to. I feel like they're used to just getting. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's kind of a fun game to like, I don't know, make you earn it. <laughs>
0: Interesting.
1: Make you earn it,
0: guys. Um so when so when you're looking for like partners do are you looking for a partner that can feel your kink desire um and who is also poly or are those two things like mutually exclusive to you like are they separate because i know with me like i would love to find a poly partner that's in bdsm but shit finding a black man it's like uh, it's like a needle in a haystack trying to find all that stuff. So how has that been for you trying to find a poly partner that's into like kink and BDSM? Um,
1: it hasn't been hard actually. Okay. Um, I'm actually talking to someone now who's interested in BDSM. He's a- giving me a run for my money, hikey, as a brat. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would say that's a good thing. So.
0: So where did you find him? Um, mutual friends. Oh, listen, I need to be friends with your mutual friends. I'm <laughs> on fucking Tinder and my profile is so short. It is literally like I'm looking for poly people and a black dom. Um, and then like that was sp- specific enough because I started getting dumb shit. And so then it was like, there's a difference between being a dom and trying to dominate someone. Then it was like, if you don't know about these two, this lifestyle, like, please don't fucking talk to me. Like,
1: my Tinder bio is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yes. Bring it out. Let's read it. Fred, get yours up because oh Fred God. is on there too. Like Fred is having great success on Tinder, and his is so fucking basic. And I'm like, why isn't this working for me? I
1: maybe I don't know. I don't know if it's because we women like.
0: Yes, because literally, like, at, like, it's it's for me. Like, I feel like for every, I'm only getting one good one for every twenty is I swear, batting a thousand with his shit. Like, every woman that inboxes him, like, he's like, oh, this she finna be on the roster. She finna be on the roster because he's just so direct. And we are, too, I feel like. But these motherfuckers can't read.
1: They re- they don't read. It's not that they can't. They just don't. They refuse to. And I feel like with women, we know what we want. We read the bio. Oh, yeah, probably we probably want... long. yeah, my bio is long because I had to keep lengthening it. Lengthening. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I had to keep making it longer because people don't listen like okay first off do not swipe right if you have no intention of reading my bio please do not yeah you <laughs> if you have issues with sex workers please swipe left i am one of those only fans bitches thank okay. you <laughs> i removed we my don't snapchat get that
0: information later guys
1: i removed my snapchat because you males do not know how to act so i'll put my instagram underneath there y'all can go through the request um I put that I'm a ratty switch, heavy in the rope bondage. I put what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is a submissive or a rope bottom just to tie with any gender. Hmm. Um, I said no newbies just because a lot of newbies have like misconceptions about what it is to be in a lifestyle. And I Mm -hmm. don't have the spoons to mentor somebody. So I'd rather just have somebody who has experience already. Mm -hmm. And um, I say, please, uh, please approach respectfully. Conversation starters matters. If your message is whack, I will not respond. Example, right. hey, hey, beautiful, oh. you fine. How are you? Where are you located? Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, I will not answer those. I had those.
0: to fucking learn what those bitches meant. Like, <laughs> I did not know what any of that stuff was. Wait, yo, yo. <laughs>
1: Mm-mm. Um, and I also put that I'm single and solo poly uh, mm-hmm. I put in capital that I am not a unicorn and yeah. uh, I also put my religious beliefs at the bottom um, I'm agnostic if it matters to anybody okay. um, but then I also have this extra slide because Tinder does not give you enough room to tell these people about themselves so <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> hang on let me go her pictures are so cute too. Oh, thank you
0: I love Velma. That's like my favorite one, the Velma
1: picture. So I have this slide that says messages I will not respond to. Hey, or any variation. That means hi, you know, because the <laughs> one word messages, I'd be so tired of them shits. Right. Um, sexual advances. Chances are you can never hit. Um, I'll be your sub. No, you won't. Um, laziness in general. There's so much in my bio that I put for you to talk about. You could talk about more than my ass. And, um, I can't really see the bottom cause my Spotify shits is in the way, but basically I'm like, please Mm. do not message me if you is not with the shits. Cause
0: so you're a brat, but you're looking for just subs right now.
1: Yes. Because I have kind of a potential dom so i'm really only looking for a rope bottom
0: so what is what is this guy what are the qualities of this guy that like
1: mm-hmm. yeah let's straight big dad energy like
0: <laughs> okay um i
1: don't want to give away too much because we still kind of in the vetting stage and we kind of like trying. To how things. long y'all been there um hmm, i would say a couple of months
0: yeah And, you know, that's so important. Like, so we – I I said that to one of the guys in here. I said, like, oh, there's vetting. And he had no idea what I was talking about. So, And it's so interesting because uh, in the poly lifestyle, there's a lot of vetting that takes place. There's a lot of conversation. And so we talk about that a lot, how um, people think that in poly, like, you fucking all the time. No, we're talking all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Which is the biggest thing is, like, we're talking to make sure we mesh so that we can move forward and so that when we start adding people – um, or whatever, like, it is, um, a good situation. Even when you start taking away people, like, it's not some messy fucking shit that you usually see. Um, and then we were, um, we were talking earlier how, like, there needs to be more vetting in monogamous relationships. Because I feel like with poly, it is like, okay, I like this person. Then it's like, okay, there's going to be this month or however long or whatever amount of time of you saying, I want to get to know this person. And then it's like, okay, now I know this person so I want to um, I want to be in a relationship with this person but I feel like with um, traditional monogamous relationships it's like oh I like this person I'm going to get into a relationship with this person yep. and now I'm going to get to know this person like I hate this person and then it just blows the fuck up yeah, so like I definitely deep and- yeah like oh my goodness so now I'm staying now I'm married and now I hate <laughs> this person and now we're getting divorced two months in like you know, y'all just wasted all the of goddamn money but I think and I think we were talking about that earlier. Somebody was talking about that earlier, where there needs to be more of a vetting process um, for monogamous people. They need to learn what that word means, what that looks like, questions to um, to ask, and um, and just really. But I think I think so. This is a great question. I feel like what is it that you're looking for in a regular poly partner, like non kink? I guess if you take that out of there, like what are you, or maybe for your your ideal poly partner maybe they have kink and everything but what are you looking for in a partner
1: i don't know i'm just looking for somebody who has their shit together obviously Mm -hmm. preferably kinky black um a little sadistic kind of psychotic like me you know Mm. (laughs) nothing too crazy Mm -hmm. i don't i don't I don't really think I have that many requirements, to be honest. Like, I guess that may be the case for a lot of pansexual people. Like, we more just care about you being a chill-ass person.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I say that all the time. It's like, I just need you to show up fully for yourself and allow me to love that person. Or, like, figure out if I like this person that you are. But, like, everything else, like, um, nothing really matters. Like we, Like, especially, like, even with, like, jobs and things like that, I'm like... As long as you're not asking me to finance you, like I don't care what you do. Like I don't know what people's jobs are. Like I I don't like it's it's just not a concern of me to know what you do financially. Like Yeah. You, look, we vibe and having a great time. You make me laugh like bitch.
1: Well, oh okay, no, that's honestly, from my standpoint, I only ask because like if I'm looking at them to be a rope bottom, I want to know like how demanded their job is, you know. Mm. That kind of thing.
0: Okay. So you're you're pretty good at tying?
1: Mm, I was. I don't want to brag, but you know you can brag. <laughs> like this is, this is like go ahead. Okay, shit. I'm still learning like everybody else,
0: but mm-hmm. it's fun. So you'll have to come next week. So I have a friend from Atlanta coming into town. He's coming Thursday through Saturday to visit me, um, and he does a lot of um, rope play, and his stuff is so pretty. And so I'm hoping to potentially get tied um, next week. And so I think I might invite a few other people over just so they can see it so then we can find you somebody to tie also okay. um later tonight like i have a couple friends coming up so you might have somebody to tie. i have some rope because i have a whole bin oh what kind uh, of rope do you have um girl like don't 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 talk about what type it is like i just bought some rope <laughs> and i'm like this is what we finna practice with because i'm not spending money on rope and i don't know what i'm doing yet so i
1: make my own do you mm-hmm. out of what twine jute twine which
0: what okay <laughs> listen I don't know what that means. I know I say I say I don't know what that means. I do know what it means because I've seen, like, this is what they use, and I'm like, oh, well, this shit is expensive. I'm finna go over here to Home Depot and get some shit. So right now, I have, like, some stuff from Home Depot, um, and then I'm in this buy nothing group, and you get stuff for free. And so they had some pretty red um, rope, and I was like, why don't you go ahead and buy this? Uh, why well, not buy it? I'm gonna go ahead and get this. I have, like, just various ropes. I don't know how good they are, but they're definitely not the the juke rope or anything like that um, because I haven't invested in it because I haven't started practicing. I have my dress Form in somewhere, and uh, I keep it for, like, just fashion styling, but I was, like, I was going to use it to practice um, doing some rope tying, but I haven't done that yet. I have another friend that's in um, New Orleans, and he does it, and I'm just like, oh, it's so beautiful, so... (laughs) It's definitely something I want to add um, to it. So, now you say like you have the kink side and you're looking for a partner that has the kink. So, okay, let's go there, because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go a little kink, and this is gonna be a deviation for most people because most of the people that I interview aren't into kink. But you guys know, Leisha's into a little bit of kink, so we're gonna talk a little bit about that. So, with what are your kinks? Like, what are the things that you are into? And like, yes, let us know them all.
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll start with. You need a shot to
0: talk about it. <laughs> no. You
1: need shot. <laughs> okay, we'll start with my sub, my little subby kinks. Well, they kind of overlap a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, I'm a little slash middle, which means I like to operate in little space, which means. When I feel fully submissive in my safe space, I like to feel snuggly and cuddly, and color, mm-hmm. and do little activities like that. I don't, I don't really say I age regress, but I just enjoy doing those activities and mm-hmm. stuff like wearing big T-shirts and watching cartoons and things like that. But mm-hmm. and um, I would say another kink would be impact play, rope bondage, um, sensory play. I
0: have an electric wand. Have you played with that before?
1: Yes. I just got a, I just, well, not just got one, but I got one a few months ago and it's like one of my favorite tools to use. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I like wax play, um, knife play. I am very into a lot of the more, uh, high risk profile kinks. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I'll dabble in those. I don't want nobody to go and run it out to try some of these at home. (laughs) Um, as a top, I would say mostly all the same kinks, except I am also into pet play as a top. Mm-hmm. Um, hum- humiliation and degrading as a top. Really, mm. I can I cannot get into that at all. Like
0: I look, the kind Leisha side <laughs> of me cannot get into that at all. It makes me now. The thing is, is like depending on what the money look like. I might be able to get into it, but like for the most part, I'm like I can't. Like it's so. That's that's a. It's not a hard no for me, but that's a tough one for me. (laughs) Look and y'all look at the face and like don't even look like she's been like. That's mm. the best
1: part. I have like Mm -hmm. the element of surprise.
0: Yeah, no, I can't. (laughs) Okay, keep going. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Um, I got sidetracked too.
1: Um, I I am into like as a top i like to feminize men so i like to play with men who refer to themselves as sissies so mm. they like to dress as women uh be have makeup put on them kind of act as women they like to um explore um anal play and other various things like that like um one sissy i play with was also in the water sports so i got that's how i ended up so what are what's water up-
0: sports <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh so we want to make sure the people are are well aware of what, what they you think know you i are. was just
1: having a conversation with my potential dumb about this he was like if people would just stop calling their kinks by these little made-up words <laughs> and just start calling on what they are nobody would ever talk about the shit that they like to do so like how i just like oh yeah he's into water sports no he's into getting pissed on Mm. So was there there any place in
0: particular he liked getting pissed on?
1: Um, in his mouth. That was interesting. So whereas I (laughs) I can pee on someone, I don't think that I could uh, shit on someone.
0: No, that was a that was a tough one for him. Yeah, I
1: don't think I'll be able to do that. But you know, I already drink a lot of water anyway.
0: So well, depending on the money. (laughs) That's how I am with everything. I'm like like, physically though. though, Physically, I don't know
1: if I could. I don't know if I could get it started. I <laughs> Just the act. Of,
0: it's unnatural. So, and <laughs> this body finna get it together. We finna go eat some ice cream. Because most okay. black people are lactose intolerant.
1: Okay. So we're gonna go
0: ahead and get it started with some ice cream. um, Just to get this going. Uh, some shit. I don't know. Just, yeah. That, that money deal. But that's interesting. Those are, I feel like those are all. I said they're all pretty tame. Because they're for the most part, there's everything that I've done. Except for water sports. I haven't done that um, but oh so with like your sissies and dressing up and all that stuff are you finding black men that are into that or is it primarily other races
1: it is primarily other races mm-hmm. I do have this one guy who wanted to do a scene but something came up, so we had to reschedule mm-hmm. but he had mentioned that he would be interested in trying that even though that's not what our initial scene was going to be about so I just took a little note of that mm-hmm. so maybe that's something we could try out later interesting and so like how so Polly's two
0: years so the kink when did when did that come out in you like when did you start exploring or realize you were into sort of like some kink and bdsm
1: stuff? um pretty much when my marriage started going to shit mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right around the time when i started looking at what poly means and things like that too because mm-hmm. I don't know I felt really trapped and like not myself Mm. so I just started trying to find other ways to express myself and that's something I gravitated to I actually had a friend who um who introduced me to kink and BDSM and got me on fat life and um got me exploring on there so shout out to him you made me (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> so okay so you said you were previously married and so once the marriage started falling um that's when you got into king so did you feel like going into marriage like that he was my everything and he could provide me everything i needed did you did you feel that going into the marriage Not or was really. There...
1: it was more like a military mm. type situation so were you
0: military, he military? no he was military okay. all right yeah because i just I think I was, I think I talked to people before and I was like, my first relationship, even though we were monogamous-ish, because we had threesomes, threesomes are always very fun, um, and I was, I was open to him having sex with other people, like, even independently of me because we moved away or whatever, but, um, I just really, like, as I continued to date, like, I wanted threesomes because I enjoyed having that third person, but that's, like, I really had to go back in my head. And think about my friends and being Polly, and remember like oh that's what that was and I was like I think this is what I am but then it was literally unlearning everything of like this is what a relationship is supposed to look like and all these things and I think for me I went back and I started looking at like all the people that are in these monogamous relationships are any of those relationships healthy and then it was like do I have an example of a healthy relationship and I'm like I don't, I don't think I do. No. Um, (laughs) Same here. And even, even if they are quote unquote healthy, they don't look like my version of healthy. They don't look like what I want my relationship to look like, which is still fun and laughter. Like, um, each other's best friend, um, celebrating like little things, celebrating everything that brings them joy. Like, I don't see that. Like it becomes seemingly a chore because they get married and so they were having a great time. Then the kids come along, and then everything's all about the kids. It's not, like, them anymore. It's not them having fun. And it's just like, yeah, this this ain't ain't it for me, bro. Like, nah. It's like, I could have you. You can be my partner for that. But, like, I still need to go out and have, like, fun with this other person. So, like, one of the guys that um, I really, really like, and I always joke, and I'm like, I could be monogamous for him. Like, I I could probably do it because he gives me – almost everything except he doesn't really like the beach he doesn't like the beach doesn't really like outside um <laughs> which is the biggest thing and i was like i want to have an outside bay. like i want to do that and he was like no because if i'm not your everything then he was like i'm not the one for you and i'm like
1: that's kind of a lot of expectations <sighs> of failure, so that's a lot of pressure
0: but he wants that and i was like bro just ain't for me but i was like i'm gonna still fill up on you when i see you but it is it is interesting the amount of people who want to be someone's everything. And I'm like, no, like I recently told somebody, like I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm really going to date. I'm, I just bought six plants and I was like, I'm going to try to see if I can keep me and these plants happy. If I (laughs) keep the plants alive then I can date. Um, but I was like anything else. I'm like, nah, I just, I don't, I don't think so. It's, but I think I can't make the exception on dating. If it's someone who is as lighthearted as me, like there's no expectations. Like we're getting to know each other. We enjoy each other's company. And let's just have fun together. And, like, that's that's all I want from a partner. Like, anything else, it's like, it's too much.
1: Like, you want me to do what? Like, I'm good. I know. I'm like, you want me to do anal? Mm-mm. Are you against <laughs> anal? I'm not against anal. I just had a traumatic experience, so um, I'm just like. <laughs> i
0: definitely always wanted to try it. Uh, I've only had it successful, They I talked about it before, like, with that smaller guy, but uh, I definitely, uh, it's is on my list because I heard, like, anal
1: orgasms are amazing. That's what I heard. Um, Girl. I don't know. Maybe one day if I'm feeling bold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
0: when it comes to your dating life in the poly world, do you feel like your current location, um, does it provide you, like, a good variety of people to um, to date, or do you feel like you have to date long distance to find what you're looking for?
1: No, there are a lot of people around. It just aren't necessarily my vibe, I guess. Mm, what is your vibe? Tell us what's breed's vibe. Like me, but male.
0: What is me, but male? Because this is the first time I'm meeting you.
1: Oh, you know, cute and, <laughs> <laughs> and kinky. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone with a sense of humor. You know, a dark sense of humor. Because, you know, I make inappropriate jokes all the time um someone who can be a homebody sometimes because you know that's that's just me i don't like to be out in the streets contrary to belief um i don't know someone who enjoys learning new things like i do Mm -hmm. because you know i my i feel like my hobby is hobbies Mm -hmm. so i like to do a lot of different things um you consider yourself a nerd I go back and forth on that. I'm, like, diet nerd.
0: <laughs> diet nerd? What is diet nerd?
1: Like, I'll watch anime, like, sometimes, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you watch anime, that's 100% nerd.
0: Like, you you have reached a whole nother. I'm, like, Harry Potter, Star Wars, so I'm, like, wannabe. I but named like, if my you dog do Kylo
1: Ren. Oh, my gosh, really? <laughs> that bitch boy? Cha. But he's a Chihuahua though, so he is a little okay. bitch boy. Right. So yeah, okay, that's, that's so fitting. That's so
0: fitting. Yeah. I just brought my um uh, my other partner and um an elder one the other day, and it was so funny. I went to pick him up. I was like, "Why the fuck are you bringing that with you?" <laughs> uh, so cracking up laughing because then my plant over here has a little sore something over here. Like I had to find like the Latin term for flower. And I'm like floral repair I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so ridiculous. And I just bought my Star Wars shoes. I have like nerd-ish tendencies, but I'm like full blown nerd. Yeah, same. Like, I can probably die a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> but no, if you you anime, like I feel like that's full. That's that's.
1: I don't know, cause I feel like anime is so mainstream now. I don't know. Does watching anime really make you a nerd these days?
0: For me it does. But I mean <laughs> it is this is my showish. Um that's, that's what we, that's where you're finna go. Like you finna we're finna put you as as nerd. Um is, is where we're finna put that. So I had a couple other questions that I wanted to um, ask you. Okay, so through this process, um so you got that one. Through this process, What have you learned most about yourself Um, with accepting being poly, being a kinky woman, being a black woman, and all this world of, like, this is white people shit? What do you think you've learned the most about yourself during all of this?
1: Hmm. I would say one, we'll start with one negative thing I learned. One negative thing that I learned about myself is that I have problems with um, communicating with men. Mm -hmm. Due to my like past trauma and things like that. So that's something I really need to work on but one positive thing that I have learned is that I Kind of have the ability to like make connections with people Mm -hmm. that I didn't think I Had the ability to do like Mm -hmm. being how I grew up I didn't really have like a whole lot of friends cuz We moved around a lot and things like that. So Mm -hmm. it was really hard for me to like make and keep connections so being poly and being in the bdsm lifestyle kind of helped me mm-hmm. get over that okay all
0: right so this is a very quick episode because it really is um these first few episodes introducing people uh, to some of the people here in the community of like who are because like and with black pollination they were like oh well we're going to have a meet and greet and the cap is 25. I was like, 25? I was like, my friends alone get <laughs> like hit that. And I was like, I don't know who else is here. So um, this is just sort of our introduction uh, episode into Miss Bree. Um, we're going to have her on more because as we continue to date, as she continues to vet someone, um, as she continues to find some subs, we're going to check in on her and her poly journey uh, and her kink journey. Um, if you guys want to follow her, tell us where we can oh, follow you.
1: Let me get all my shit together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all up.
0: right, we're gonna see where we can follow hold her because mic. look, let me hold my <laughs> mic. Um, because Miss Bree is all over the place. Okay, her, like the I said, got a
1: card. Oh, work <laughs> Listen, bitch is legit. Like she got to
0: She got a whole business card for all her shit. All right, so
1: okay, so Instagram underscore Brie period d-a period brat b-r-a-t uh, my twitter is Bree bratty and my snapchat is bratty Bree 2020 so that's pretty much all the places you can find me at um what my other one yeah I where about we to make say, the money's at my OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 you can find me on OnlyFans uh at onlyfans.com slash brie bratty and um hmm i think i will put up a discount subscription maybe for okay. the for the week i'll do it for like 50 percent off for anybody nice. who watches this and want to subscribe i'll keep it up for the week no,
0: no. listen <laughs> like so she sent me some video and some pictures and um uh, we're gonna do a little something something afterwards but i see this is a surprise for you is because I'm going to have my nesting partner do it because he needs some practice. Okay. And um, I was like, she'll be a great person to practice with because she's so sweet and she's so bubbly. Um, and he likes brats. I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> but I don't have to deal with you guys because I don't get the brat. Like, I just get total submission, which is, they'd be jealous of. They'd be so jealous. But, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You know where to follow Bree. She gave you all her information. We'll probably put it down in the um, in the links. You can follow me, Allison Gray, A L L Y S I N G R E Y, on all social medias. Website will be coming soon. Merchandise will come soon, uh, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Yes, gonna... Yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> but I mean, you can keep going. That's so how you're mean, you sit over here. Well, he enjoys himself. I, that's why I said I so enjoy it. He is like the best nesting partner I probably could have ever ever, like, stumbled upon.
1: And see, that's so cool that I don't, I never thought about having an investment partner until, like, I heard y'all, like, podcast episodes mm-hmm. of-